You're listening to Racing HQ with Luke Marlowe on Sky Sports Radio. David Fowler is our next guest on uh, the program. We uh, are broadcasting to Radio TAB listeners this morning as well. David, good morning to you. Morning, Luke. Good morning, everyone. Happy New Year. Yeah, same to you, mate. Um, any reflections on 2023? I was just doing some figures this morning. I won on the punt. I won a round of drinks, so I'm coming into January 1 today in a good good frame of mind. But um, So that's a, from a personal point of view, but no, it was a, it was a, it was a good... Good racing here. I suppose from a Queensland point of view, we were very happy with our, our winter carnival particularly because a lot of form came out of that, uh, none less than without a fight, of course, winning the winning the Melbourne Cup and uh, the, the Caulfield Cup. So uh, that was good. A lot of other great performances. So, yeah, good good year for Queensland. And now we look forward to 2024. Absolutely, mate. And we look forward to this meeting at Toowoomba today. We'll talk about that King of the Mountain as well and, and get your thoughts Um Wanted to let you know that uh, your famous race call came up on our show too over the weekend when that possum invaded your broadcast box. Um, gee, that was a classic, David. Will it ever, will it ever leave? Can someone no. get into a, get into a file somewhere and destroy it? One of those hackers. Oh, you've got to be proud of it, though. It's, you just, it was just gold how you handled it. Get him out of here. Oh, 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 get the possum in. <laughs> oh, pride wasn't what I was feeling at the time because I'm a no. big sook. Everyone knows that. I saw this thing staring at me, and I thought it was the hugest rat I'd ever was seen, it? but it was a possum. So, anyway, that I think that's got to be that's got to be a, about fourteen years ago because it was, I was still yeah. calling it Albion Park, and I finished up there in two thousand and ten. So it was a long time ago, but it stood the test of time, obviously. Yeah, that was twenty ten, mate. You're right. So um, it's a while ago, but it's a, it's a beauty. Um, you never know what's around the corner. Not just in uh, life, literally. but in broadcasting. Like, literally, yeah, the possum, he's, uh, he's come up on you quickly there at Albion Park. But uh, in all seriousness, we talk uh, racing and uh, this Magic Millions two-year-old market. Uh, since you and I spoke uh, a week or so ago, um, there's been changes, hasn't there? Well, we've lost straight charge. Uh, that was announced yesterday. He's got a temperature, so... I didn't know that. You're kidding Yes, me. so that requires treatment. So uh, Gay and Adrian have had to pull him out. Now, he was actually the, the... At one point, he was actually favoured for a brief time, but his stablemate, Storm Boy... So we went into, into Saturday, and Storm Boy was three fifty, and straight charge was $4. Overnight, Saturday night, Sunday morning, mysteriously, Storm Boy firmed from three fifty to three twenty. I couldn't quite work out why, but all of a sudden, maybe the reason was discovered when we found out straight charge won't be going to the post. So he's out. That's caused a... Uh, a, a, a significant reshuffle, and Stormboy now two dollars sixty. So over the path of the weekend, three fifty, three twenty, now two sixty. Highness up to six dollars. Parkour and Spywire share third line at seven. Then Arabian Summer eleven and Wolfgang at seventeen. So a pity to lose Straight Charge because because we were talking last week. I think this is a, a magic means yeah, of depth, but to lose him uh, uh, has lost some of the the quality out of the race. Uh, real shame, mate, yeah. Uh, and I'm not sure how I missed that yesterday. Uh, it's even in my notes here uh, from my producer. But, um, yeah, that, that's devastating news for all connections involved with straight charge. Um, I mean, it's like a young teenager, right? You, you're a two-year-old, a, a flu or something can just uh, get them. So, unfortunately, he he's had that setback. But we look forward to seeing him back, hopefully, as a three-year-old. Um has it changed your opinion? I, I think you were a storm boy anyway, weren't you? You were in that corner. Were you leaning yeah. that way? 
Well, you can't fault him. Uh, he's no. had the two wins at Red Rose Hill at an Eagle Farm. We saw him in the McLaughlin last week. Look, I, if I, you know, was trying to, you know, describe Storm Boy's wins, I wouldn't describe them as dynamic. I would describe them as mm-hmm. tradesmanlike. But then, then I, I think a tradesmanlike doesn't. It's better than tradesmanlike. So it, it fits somewhere between there. But as we said last week, when we had a chat on Monday or on Tuesday. He's ticked the 1,200-metre box. But I suppose so, too, as Parkour, who won on Saturday at 1,200 metres at Royal Randwick. Now, uh, James Cummings made a very good point when he said this race won't be considered as one of the strongest two-year-old races, and, and I get that. But there was a bit to like about Parkour. The debut at Ballarat was good at the 1,000, you know, coming from the back. But Saturday, Jamie Carr with him again. She, she wanted to keep this association. She made that intention clear. He settled nicely, found the line well, and you can see a horse as a work in progress coming into the millions in two weeks' time with the, the Cummings polish has to be respected and Carr will stay with him. So he's at $7, but we, we saw two other uh, states with two-year-old racing right here in my hometown in Queensland. Wolfgang won a Dooman. Market framers weren't as impressed there. He was $17 before that race. Mm. He's still at $17. Blake Shin Road, and Blake actually suggested that Blinkers might uh, might sharpen him up come millions time. He's trained by Lloyd Kennewell and Lucy Yeomans. Uh, so look, the, 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 that win was tradesmanlike. Put it that way. He he got to define Boom and he didn't put him away conclusively. So he's still at seventeen. And uh, and Team Hayes produced Jenny Meadows to win the first of the Valley. Uh, quality of that the opposition maybe a bit suspect. She stays at twenty six dollars. So a bit to happen over the weekend. But look, there's one I'm liking. I, I'm, I'm not chopping and changing all of the time, but you start to, as every week goes by, you learn more. And mm-hmm. I'm looking at Highness. I'm looking at Highness because I just felt that that um, uh, Winter Wyong was good, running down Spywire in good time. And then I watched that trial at Rose Hill on Friday where Tommy rode him and uh, he set off uh, one of Waterhouse's and put it away, he ran the second fastest for the session. I just think... You know, like like Capitalist, of course, who James Aaron owned as well. Capitalist won the Wyong race and then was kept fresh for the Magic Millions and, of course, won in 2016 at short odds. I'm just thinking Highness is, is ticking along really well at $6 the, on the second line there. And I know, I know Michael Freeman was very happy with the trial, but very happy with the progression of Highness since Wyong. Well, and you, I don't think you're wrong. I think um, he's... He's clearly among the picture, there's no doubt, uh, currently second favourite. I interviewed James Cummings Saturday morning and mm. there was a real stink about parkour and it wasn't a, a foul smell. It was a, a, a gentle, lovely aroma, I felt, on the back of uh, James's comments that he was a, a handy horse. Uh, his comment was that I believe he's a sleeping giant for us. I don't think the public have seen the best of this horse yet. And to my eye... Um, I think he played with that field a little bit, uh, coming down the outside, and he's a strapping individual. He'll go into that race now with uh, certainly some fitness and conditioning under his belt. So he's come from nowhere, so to speak. Um, he wasn't really in the conversation um, no. until until the weekend, wasn't he? No, exactly right. And, and, and they're, they're wise choosers, Godolphin. I think they purchased two horses at the January sale last year. Parkour was one of them. $600,000. We, we don't see the Godolphin presence that strongly during the Magic Millions Carnival, but of course no. they did win the they did win the two-year-old race with Exhilarates back in 2019, but no, no, no doubt at all. And 
I come back to what I said about Jamie Carr. She'd done some work with him before he raced at Ballarat. She rode yep. him at Ballarat, and she, she made her attention clear, I want to stay with this horse, and so she's going to get um, the ride on him in the millions. And, yeah, I, I, I see upside there. I, I don't see any downside, but as we just said before, with straight charge, any trainer will tell you with two-year-olds, you've got them one day, you've lost them the next, and, and through no fault of, um, of straight charge, he's just um, got a temperature... He requires some treatment. So it's still a good race coming up. And uh, one final throw at the dice could be next Saturday at the Wave Day at the Gold Coast. We've got the, the nugget for the, the boys and the pearl for the girls over 1,100 metres. Open to all horses, not just Magic Million horses. But it's worth pointing out, five of the last nine Magic Millions two-year-old winners have raced in the last seven days. We often saw that back up from yep. the Saturday to the following Saturday. So who'll line up? Dom's come out. Just after lunchtime, I'm not quite certain, but uh, that's the last. That is the last throw of the dice this weekend. And basically, you win, you're in. The prize money is pretty good. Hundred mm-hmm. uh, percent. Three year old guineas. Uh, updated market here. Still open. Still wide open. We've got Chrysayor, a six dollar chance. He was rolled on the weekend, but his effort was pretty good. Uh, Sofrado at seven dollars. Sydney Bowler. He's he's emerged on the scenes. Uh, now three out of three. He's seven dollars. Uh, abounding at $8.11 for Royal Tribute. Show me mercies on the drift. I, I know you liked him. He's now $17. He was beaten at the weekend, but I, I felt I felt his run was still pretty good. Um, where are you at with him? Oh, well, you're a very kind man. I know that. You're a very generous man. You're more generous than me. <laughs> um, this was, a, this was a, a bad stumble on my part because I said last <laughs> Tuesday, uh, take those odds now. He'll win on Saturday. And he'll be the, the Giddy's favourite on Monday morning. Well, of course, but credit to you, credit to you for for requoting yourself. <laughs> I've got to say, uh, I call it as I see it, good or bad. But no, but you're right. Look, uh, look, I, look. The only thing I'll say is two things out of Saturday, and I'll discuss first and second in just a moment. But with Show Me Mercy, mm. that run was out of character. Now I don't know why. Um, uh, whether there's been an issue or not, well, we'll we may or may not learn that. Uh, did the track play against him? Of course, we had some rain during the morning and rain during the afternoon. The track ended up a soft six. Maybe he didn't stretch out as well or wasn't as, as, as sharp. Uh, I do believe Michael Rod wasn't that disappointed, so he's sort of in your camp there. So, But he's drifted out down to 16 or $17. But on the other hand, uh, Sofrado beating Chrysao. Now, Sofrado, we know, is a good two-year-old here, Luke. He won the, the size produce and the champagne stakes, both group two races. And he's been just... Uh, uh, Forbes has been mixed this time in. They gelded him. I spoke with Rex Slip yesterday, and he said, David's just on the world of good. He's just a different animal now. And we saw the best of Sofrado. And you know this, uh, I'll come uh, Guinea's Day, generally a good track, big field, fast run race. That all plays in the Sofrado's heads. The worst part is that this is where I'm, I'm t- turning on myself again. I was sitting in the studio yesterday with Ben Dorries. We were doing our Pass the Post program. He was yeah. sitting there after winning at $15, and even Ben said, but Ben's not the smartest bloke in the world, you know, that even he said, <laughs> he said, why is this $15 and cry sales at 7 Well, we wake up this morning, and there it is in, $8 to $7, 15 to 7 So there's been a, 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 re, a significant readjustment, but cry sale just ahead of him at six. He was well back to win there, Luke, on Saturday. The, the money yeah. came from late. Uh, perfectly ridden, every chance, but will take benefit from the run so you can see him peaking on Guinea's Day. 
Yeah, I'm watching the Vorog play it again. I wasn't intoxicated on Saturday, but I'm I'm remembering that race wrong. Uh, he, he had every, he's dead set at every hope, hasn't he? Um, show yeah, me. Between us, between us, we've, we've we haven't started New Year's uh, or 2023 or two well. We've got a, there's, we've got no. a plethora of mistakes between us. No, I know. No, I, I I probably have to go back on that. He he was getting very tired late. Was he ridden too close? That's the only thing I'm thinking about. He, he oh, seems a horse. No, I, 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 I think we, I think when you start start feeling for excuses, uh, then you're in trouble. Yeah, exactly. Now I, I want to mention I mentioned Highness. Uh, you know, over the weekend I've been looking into him carefully. This is the one I'm looking at carefully now for the three year old, and I'm an opportunist because all of a sudden I've seen him win and I'm all over him. But Sydney Bowler, yeah. um, when he won that race on Saturday, I, I watched it carefully because there was Guinea's interest. I love horses who can ride on a good speed and then pull away late. Virtually, as I, as I say, burn the candle at both ends, which he did. So I went back and looked at those Newcastle wins, and, and they had authority about them, even in, while they were low-key races. And he's another one. Right spot at the right time. O'Shea's got him ready to go in two weeks. Collard will ride him, Jason Collard. So I can understand why he's up at $7 now with Sofrado and Chrysler just ahead at 6 So he looks a good type, Sydney Bowler. Well, Alicia Collett's my better half, and she said to me, this is the nicest horse I've ridden in a long time. Mm. Do you think I backed it Saturday? No. I'm Another mistake. Another, Another mistake. mistake. But that was last year, see? That was last year. So, look, I've only made a couple this year. That's a last-year mistake. I'm not. I'm stewing on a little bit, but you can't judge me on that. Fair enough. I'm, I'm a kind man as well, so I'll, I'll be very generous <laughs> with you. But, I mean, you don't win three out of three. No. Unless you've got something a little, a little bit X factor. I mean, rare, rarely done that. Rarely done. And the the important part is, and this is the same with the two year olds. You want your horses fit, healthy, happy, and in form at the right time. And that's what Sydney Bowler is. He'll go to that race in two weeks with a perfect score sheet, fit and ready to go. And and I can see him, you know, taking a. a you know, a fairly prominent position because alleys have got to be be drawn, so that, that makes a big difference or can make a big difference. But on what I saw, just just visually, I thought he was very good on Saturday. Now stand by here. Here's something. I've got this what? stewards report for Doombin. Mm-hmm. Show me mercy. Michael Rod reported the gelding may not have handled the prevailing track conditions. However, a post-race veterinary examination revealed poor post-race recovery and displaying clinical signs of heat stress. Well, it was a very humid day. So there we go. We we must not judge him on that. He's got a jet, in my opinion. Uh, when you pull up with that sort of stuff, you just completely put a line through that run and judge them on the, the form prior. So maybe, mate, I, I don't, I'm not going to tell you what to do here, but you were so keen on him beforehand and now he's got that genuine excuse there you just might have to have a second look at that $17 and he might even start longer oh, well I'm already locked in at a significantly reduced price of the $17 so that bet can't <laughs> be away go, so, you got to go oh, again I, I think I don't know if I'll step up to the plate again I'll think about it I'll see how I go during the day and how the punt uh, and how many drinks I have and by the end yeah. of the day I might back it at $17 who knows I'm just suggesting that there is an excuse so, you know and that, that's, you make a good point there. You make a good point. Mm. Uh, and you know what? Um, uh, Chrysayor, uh, considering he's favourite, and Safrado out of that race as well, that 
the the market percentage is high about those horses coming out of that same race, isn't it? So you obviously you've got the Sydney flavour. We don't know how good Sydney Bowler is yet. He can only win. Uh, we've got the Gosford Guineas winner, Royal Tribute, heading up there as well. But um, those other I horses... That, are... I, I, I think, I think that, 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 I'll stand to be corrected or be proven wrong. I think that form is inferior, and I'll tell you why. It was the 1,200. The Rogue, do you mean? The no, 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 the, the Gosford Guineas. I yeah, think that yep. form is inferior because, mm. seriously, it was like they were just going up and down to the one spot. At the end of 1,200, mm. uh, they ran a half second slower than a Class 4 on the day. And those two horses, which are up there in the market, Royal Tribute and Infatuation, have to go an extra 200 metres in what is a really fast-run race. So you'd sort of have to think they were genuine risks at the end of a, a strong 1,400. Yep. Uh, is there anything else in that race? Anything from left field that's just flying under the radar or we've got to wait for the final field before we, we go any further, really? No, I, I can't find anything flying under the radar in either race, and, and I think that's a fair comment considering we're two weeks out. I don't see anything, certainly in the three-year-old, jumping out of the ground. And as I said, uh, my attention now is uh, is I'm hopping onto the Sydney Bowler bandwagon. I like it. Uh, mate, uh, what about uh, this Saturday? You touched on it earlier, but the wave. Uh, last chance to get in uh, to the two-year-old race. The boys and the girls, they get their turn in those... Good prize money races. What else can we look forward to? This Good day, yeah. yeah. Uh, tab wave, that's a quarter of a million dollars. Three and four-year-olds at 1,800 metres. And if you are a Magic Millions graduate, there's a $200,000 bonus there. You mentioned, or we mentioned, the pearl and the nugget. We've got two maidens this year, Luke. We, we only used to have the one maiden at 1,200 metres on Magic Millions Day. Now we have an 1,100-metre maiden and a 1,400-metre maiden. Both uh, run on the wave day. They're both a quarter of a million dollars. And two other $250,000 races, the Rising Stars, three and four-year-olds, one for Colton Yellings, one for Phillies at 1,300 metres. This is developed into a really good lead-up meeting to Dominion State. There's a lot of feature racing on Saturday, so those norms will be out just after lunchtime. And, mate, this is uh, King of the Mountain today, and we're chatting to David Fowler this morning on Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab. Um, Rothfire. He goes to Toowoomba for this slot race. Does he just win, or what? What do you think? Look, uh, <laughs> uh, if you're on it, you know the two dollars eighty, which is what Tab went up. That was the best price. Then two fifty. Now odds on. Um, you, you'd be on good terms with yourselves because he's got class by a long margin, and his ratings show that. I'm just a little concerned. Here we are on on New Year's Day. If you're betting on the race now, and you haven't been interested before you've got to take odds on about a horse drawn the outside gate first run on the track and a lot of speed drawn on his inside this is no like Rothfire jumping out and just rolling across to the front those horses some of those horses inside of him will be going hell for leather so Ben Thompson he's got to really uh, make up his mind what happens in that first 200 meters if he gets the right run if he gets you know no no bad luck or he's not four or five wide Rothfire should win but I do respect highly all that pizzazz. One of the two, I think, will win. If there was a knockout, I'd say legal esprit if there was a, if there was a knockout. But all that pizzazz has uh, track knowledge. He won the Wheatwood. This is what this has been a long-range plan by Tony Gollum. He took him there for the Wheatwood with a view to the King of the Mountain, and he's come up with the good gate, Ormond to ride, and then following that strong speed. So if Rothfire has to do any work, use some petrol and then gets to the front and all that pizzazz emerges, I'd be surprised all that pizzazz 
makes a race of it. But look, it'll be a good race. But just before we go, I know we've run out of time. This race will come under scrutiny after today. Make no uh, mistake about it. The second running of it. It's a, a cutest race uh, for Queensland trainers and Queensland jockeys. Now, all those intentions are admirable. However, try and get 12 good horses to, to run in this race when you've also got a summer carnival happening around you. Like, we're having feature racing every week. We've got millions coming up. Uh, so it's difficult, and that's reflected in today's field. Look, it's disappointing. The race has a long tail. You'll see a lot of, you know, um, 50 and 101 chances there that, that have no hope at all. So... Um, They'll, they'll look at this race, I think, and, and, and discuss what could happen going forward. Of course, the reason Rothfire's there as well is this is a wild card race. If he wins this race, he gets into that cutest um, race, the million-dollar race on Millions Day. That's the reason he's going up the range today. But we wish all connections well, but I can tell you it will be a race looked at at high levels after today's running. Okay, very interesting, mate. And, uh, David, everything's sweet up there in Brisbane. Uh, we know some... Nasty storms were forecast Saturday. Doombin appeared to dodge the worst of them. We were lucky because the, the, the main storm activity was just above Brisbane. So we had uh, a, a downpour mid-morning, but Doombin didn't get a lot. And then we had a, a bit of rain in the afternoon. I think they, the track ratings played right. We started at a soft five, went to a soft six midway. The times reflected that. Uh, we had a, a good day yesterday, but... We've had uh, a truckload of rain around Gold Coast this morning and uh, we've had uh, heavy showers here where I'm in Brisbane. They've, they've got trial scheduled for the, the grass track tomorrow at the Gold Coast. Spywire, by the way, will be trialling there, but it will just be interesting to see if those trials proceed, just how the weather pans out over the next 24 hours. Thanks for your time this morning, David. It's a pleasure, Luke. Thanks, mate.